serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Tuesday. Sports of the program is brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing and Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. They're very ethical people. That's what we're trying to say. You know what you just said? What? You said burrito. I did. Well, it's Taco Day. That's National right. Taco Day. All you're thinking of, you opened the show an hour ago talking about Taco Tuesday, and now you just you I, fell over your words and said burrito. I wanted to run and get a taco earlier, but so, I didn't have a chance, so I had a somebody, meatball for lunch. That was my lunch, was a meatball. Becky, and we need to hire somebody to feed this man. Well, call up somebody. Right. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no to a taco either. All right, in there. It's gracious. We have three, Del Taco, three hours listening. to go. All right, midterm mayhem coming up at four oh five. We bring you the madness, the mayhem, mayhem. that is the twenty twenty two midterm election. All right. Uh, so we know that Governor Doug Ducey. He's one of three Republican governors. Uh, we got Abbott in Texas and DeSantis in Florida. Uh, they're paying to bus migrants. Um, from the U.S.-Mexico border, the Arizona-Mexico border here, to cities such as uh, Washington, D.C., New York, Chicago. Uh, certainly Ron DeSantis, he got most of, of of the news. Martha's Vineyard. Martha's. So he sent uh, migrants there. Okay. Uh, but Governor Ducey has been doing it as well. And some people aren't happy about that, including our next guest. Let's find out why. Uh, joining us now is David Hernandez, State Director for the League of United Latin American Citizens. David, how are you today? Chad and Gatos, thank you for the opportunity to be with you this afternoon. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for coming on. So you have a problem with this. Do you have a problem with the shipping containers, or you have the problem with migrants being bussed to another part uh, of the country from Governor Doug Ducey's paying for all this? Well, there's a, talk, a common tie here when you say shipping containers and the uh, busing of, of immigrants. Um, it all comes down to transparency. Okay. You know, we where's this money coming from for these containers? Where's the money coming from for busing the immigrants uh, to places they don't want to go? That's the questions that we want to answer. We know from the media reports what was going on in Texas and in, in Florida, and our governor was... Uh, Awfully shy, you know, not taking some spotlight there from his partners on w- what he's been up to. Like we did investigation here in, in LULAC in Arizona and found out um, quite something surprising. And I don't know if your viewers are aware of this, okay. but under the current policy as it is right now, when people come to seek asylum, they're processed, there's intake and they ask them where they want to go. There's nonprofits, religious organizations that that provide this intake and ask them. And they're telling me that they get to go wherever they want to go, which is actually the right thing to do. So I'm a little bit confused now because, you know, Ducey, you know, um, hasn't really distanced himself from that campaign of dehumanization of people that DeSantis and Abbott are engaged in. Um, I understand he is the, 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 the grand poobah of the governor's association, but even more so, he, I want to know what his position is. So, 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 you know. ahead, so, so, David, hold on a second. So, I mean, again, uh, the whole thing about, well, wherever you want to go, uh, it sounds like you're more upset that you don't know where the money is. And, I mean, is it just about the money and where it's going, if it's taxpayer money? Or is it about just the, the way that, that, that he and the, and the right have handled immigration? Well, well, there, there's there's a myriad of issues here. One of them is transparency that that covers the money and all that. But the main issue, the biggest issue that I'm concerned about, is this 
ongoing campaign of dehumanization. You know, these are people with lives, with parents. You know, they have existence. They have souls. And uh, I, I don't understand why people think it's humorous or funny to send people halfway around the country where they don't want to go. You know, it makes perfect sense to send people where they have family, where they can connect. Some of the nonprofits do an excellent job in which they do follow up with the immigrants that are in their new location and stuff. But we don't know that. And Ducey's being awfully quiet and awfully sly about what's his position on this. If he's supporting the dehumanization campaign, I don't approve of it. That's wrong. Okay. Uh, David Hernandez is joining us, state director for the League of United Latin American Citizens. We're talking about Ducey is putting migrants on a bus, sometimes to D.C., New York, or Chicago. So, David, you said it a few seconds ago. um, Apparently, if you seek asylum, you get to go wherever you want. If Ducey provides a bus that says, we'll take you to New York... Why is that a problem for you? If they get to go go to the East Coast. Yeah, if they get to go where they want to go and it's just the governor that's giving them a ride, what's the big deal? Well, it's really nice and and, uh, moral for us to to provide transportation if that's what we agreed to do. But why send them halfway across the country? Well, if they want to go there, that's my point. If they want to go to Chicago and Ducey says, here's a bus, we're going to, I know why Ducey's doing it. He's doing it because it's politics. But if he provides a bus that says you can go to Chicago and that asylum seeker says, yeah, that's actually where we want to go. And then they get on the bus and they go to Chicago. Why do you have a problem with that? Well, I think if that is their their final destination or if it gets them closer to it, you know, uh, I don't have a problem with it if it's voluntarily, okay. you know. Um, but the thing is, is that the other there's another state that you failed to mention of where Ducey's been purportedly sending people, and that's Florida to DeSantis's state. So, you know, it's not just sending people to sanctuary cities. Maybe Ducey's also sending people to Florida. There's a lot of information out there that. We need to get a grab. See, I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that one either. I haven't heard that he's sending people to, because what would tell me, what what would, well, first of all, Ducey's a Republican, so is DeSantis. I would guess, you know, we know why these governors are doing it. They're going to send them to a blue state uh, or a blue city, you know. Uh, So I wouldn't I wouldn't think that Ducey would send anyone to Florida because he doesn't want to get, you know, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to tick off DeSantis, who's in his same party. Well, and, and that's that's the mystery, and that's where, you know, um, we want the transparency to find out what really is going on. I have very reliable sources that I trust in southern Arizona, nonprofits, religious organizations, and, uh, you know, I'm confused. You know, I want to know what's right. going on, because I don't want nothing to do with Abbott and DeSantis. That's Florida and Texas. This is Arizona. We're different. We're okay. better. Yeah, right. yeah, we're, and I understand that. So with all this going on, though, and the reality is it is a nightmare that's happening here, you're fine with us and and the small communities along the border flipping the bill, but the rest of the country gets to ignore it and not have to pay its way. Uh, at least this has raised some, and let's be real, they got sent, they went from Venezuela to Martha's Vineyard. It's not the worst thing that could have happened. They saw a lot of other things along the way that I'm sure was far worse. Uh, but at least it raised some questions about, okay, maybe the border isn't secure. It's a nightmare. Well, you know, there, there, there's a big sham going on. And the problem is the, the, the solution to all these issues of containers, busing immigrants, 
is the bottom line is we got to pass immigration reform, comprehensive immigration forward, kicking the can down the road, blaming people that uh, don't deserve to all the blame of it. We have congressional representatives here in Arizona that are sitting on their hand and have done for the last few decades. You know, it's, it's a, so, um, you know, the people that are responsible for the policies or not doing anything need to do something. Gotcha. And that's the immigration reform. We sit down at the table. Everybody gives and gives and takes here. Yeah. You know, um, we're going to give on border security. I realize that the border wall, we're not supportive of it. We may have to give on that, but we want a pathway to citizenship for our children. The dreamers that have been here legitimately as good people deserve a place to stay with us in their home. This gotcha. is their home. Yeah, you make a deal. Um, hey, David, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Chad and Gatos. I look forward to uh, listening to your show some more. All Thank right. you. Cool. David Hernandez, state director for the League of United Latin American uh, Citizens, doesn't like what Ducey's doing, uh, bringing migrants and shipping them from point A to, to point B. The, the last thing he said is, yeah, I mean, we should all sit down at a table, but we also have to realize that's not how we work anymore, no. unfortunately. It's no. just not the money going is to too happen. big right. to ignore. It should be a pretty simple deal. It's like, okay. What do we want? We're Democrats. Okay, uh, we want uh, we want DACA kids to become citizens. Great, done. All right, what do you guys want? We're uh, Republicans. We, we want border security, uh, and maybe we want to change the asylum laws. Okay, good, done. All right, let's see. What, nobody wants to do that. No, no, because nobody the money disappears. Right. right. So, um, you know, he's against what Ducey's doing. I know why Ducey is doing it. We all know why Ducey is doing it, but... There is a report out there with these ridiculous shipping containers that migrant encounter numbers have gone down over the last couple of weeks in the Yuma sector. So is it working? I don't know. I talked to somebody who said, hey, last two weeks, it's gone down. And you know so what? Maybe it is working a bit. I don't know. If people keep switching their allegiance from Democrat to Republican, what do you bet the Democrats like? We should probably build that wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up next, uh, we got, let's see, 15 minutes to holding up the headlines. Up. Plus, there's an Arizona Cardinal. J.J. Uh, Watt, you hear he got, uh, he's got a, he got his heart zapped the other day because it had some arrhythmia, right? Yeah. A- he had AFIP. AFIP. So there's a story that he, he sh- maybe he shouldn't have played. And maybe he should have a procedure. But is he going to get it? Because he'd be out two months. And you're a football player. He's always out two months. Oh, geez, Chad. Stand up to Chad, so... <laughs> Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, afternoons. World-renowned Dr. Neg- uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Ooh, that's a hard name. That is, that is. Uh, I always screw it up. I always say Tyson deGrasse. But Neil uh, deGrasse Tyson is going to be heading to the Arizona Financial Theater on March 9th for his Cosmic Collusions tour, tour, tour. Tickets go on sale Friday, but you can win a pair by visiting uh, the contest page at KTAR.com. All right, just had to talk about the border. We had to talk about uh, Ducey, you know, sending migrants via bus, right, to places like Washington, D.C. and New York and Chicago. And our, our guest was uh, David Hernandez, state director of the League of United Latin American Citizens. Uh, you know, he doesn't like that, you know, the migrants are being used as pawns, which I would agree. You know, that's exactly what's happening. But... But on the other side, Chad, I think you make a really good point. Hey, this is put a spotlight on what's happening at our border, because apparently if you're in New York, Chicago, San Francisco, uh, you know, wherever, you don't care. Yeah. 
Right? You don't you don't care what's out happening of sight, at the border. Out of right. mind. Right. So one of the things David said is, well, why is Ducey then sending migrants to Florida? And I said, well, I hadn't heard that. Um, and why would we know this is political? Ducey is sending, just like Abbott and DeSantis, they're sending migrants to places that are blue, yeah. not red. So, well, the number one place requested, I know, is most people that come across, they want to get to Texas or Florida. All right. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister, you looked this up, or you had it in that big brain of yours, I don't know. Um, is Ducey sending migrants to Florida? Yeah, so I'd actually read this a week ago and forgot about it, but... Um According to the governor's office, about 2,000 migrants have been sent on buses since the start of April. All right. Of those 2,000, they say that the top three states that they send them to are New York, New Jersey, and Florida. So D- Ducey is sending migrants to Florida? That's one of the most popular destinations that they ask to go to. Well, politically, that would not be smart for Ducey. Right. No, I mean, it's why, just, it's, I thought, I thought part requ- of this, Chad, was to embarrass yeah. the blue states. But remember, this is also one of those things. Are these the same people that were busing places? Because if we say we're taking them where they want to go and we're sending them out, uh, they're still, before any of this happened, they were flying migrants around. They were busing migrants sure. around. We're putting them in hotels, by yeah. the way. So long before these guys started busing people places, this has been happening. Is this, are they just saying, well, this... This is the normal, or this is Ducey's buses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was a Ducey bus. It's like a Great Wall of Ducey. You know, we've got the shipping containers on the wall. But are they attributing a bus <laughs> that would be going there to Ducey's bus that may not be actually a I Ducey bus? I don't understand bus? anything you just said. That's just weird. You guys understood that, right? Did you guys get that? Yeah. Wise man shrugged it off. He's like, I'm not sure. He got that. That was a mouthful. So Say it again. So, essentially... These buses were traveling long before these guys started sending people. And the planes, the flights were happening. Are we saying now, well, this bus is going there and it's coming from Arizona, so it's got to be a Ducey bus. If we're supposed to send them anywhere they want to go. Imagine going to another country and saying, send me wherever I want to go. You know where they'd send you? Back. Yeah. Well, that's not how we do it here. And again, we should probably look at our laws again. You think? I think so. I think so. It is just way too easy to get in here now and stay. And take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. And believe me, I feel for the people who are escaping 100%. where they are. But again, we can't let everybody in. And that's what we're doing. And that's wrong. All right. Coming up next, Becky yeah. Lynn has the 3.30 news. We're going to hold up her headlines. Uh, we're going to interrupt, react to the day's stories. Lift them up. What is the matter with you today? I was holding them up. No one can see it. It's a radio show. I know. That guy said we had viewers. All right. All right. Go to. All right. (laughs) Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. All right. It's 3.30. And you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up Becky Lynn's headlines. Here we go. Well, today, our top story for today, another lawsuit has been filed now in the hopes of clarifying Arizona's abortion laws. KTAR's Taylor Kinnerup joins us live from the newsroom with more from One Valley Legal Expert. That's right, Becky Lynn. Arizona's laws regarding abortion are confusing and at times inconsistent. KTAR legal analyst Monica Lindstrom explains that while there are currently two conflicting abortion laws on the books in Arizona, the pre-statehood near total ban and the recently passed 15-week ban, both laws aim to prosecute the same groups. 
This current lawsuit seeks clarity on behalf of abortion providers. The lawsuit comes less than a week after a Tucson Superior Court judge denied Planned Parenthood's request to pause the 1901 near total ban while waiting for further clarification on the law. Live in the News Center, Taylor Kinnerup, KTAR News. And Arizona's governor isn't weighing in on the confusion regarding the abortion law in Arizona and wants it to be decided in the courts. KTAR's Luke Forstner is live in the News Center with more on this story. Well, Becky, Governor Doug Ducey spoke to reporters and wouldn't say whether he thought the post-15-week law or the pre-statehood near-total abortion ban should be the law of the land. Everyone knows that I am proudly pro-life. I did sign the 15-week ban. There is a challenge in the courts, and this will be left to the courts. So he calls on the state's Supreme Court to bring clarity. The legislature has spoken. The executive has spoken. Now it's the time for the judiciary to speak. And Ducey says there aren't the votes to call a special session in the legislature to address abortion. Live from the News Center, Luke Forstner, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. All right. Well, when they wrote this 15-week law, right, why didn't they say that it supersedes any other law? Because Wouldn't that have been easier to do? When they wrote the law, there was no thought process that Dobbs was basically going to be overlooked straight to Roe v. Wade. They wrote the law thinking, okay, they're going to pass, they're going to uphold this law from Mississippi. And because of that, 15 weeks will be that number that they have spoken on. But then they said, no, we're just going to leave it to the states when it comes to abortion. And that went straight out the window. And now we have two bans on the books and nobody knows what to follow. Goodness gracious. Uh, We're holding up the headlines. They want to give mothers the option to kill the baby after pregnancy. Arizona's Republican candidate for governor, Carrie Lake, making some bold claims about Democrats' abortion policy today. Lake criticized Democratic opponents, including fellow candidate for governor, Katie Hobbs. In an exclusive interview with KTAR's The Mike Broomhead Show, Lake accuses Democrats of being too lenient on abortion. They want to give mothers the option to kill the baby after pregnancy. They are radical for wanting babies to be taken from the mother's womb at nine months, and that's what it's really going to. According to the Center's for disease control and prevention, fewer than 1% of all abortions are performed later than 21 weeks. Blake adds women's health remains a priority for her campaign, but the focus should be on getting more options to expecting mothers. Brandon King, KTR News. This statement is just absolutely ludicrous. That's Democratic candidate Katie Hobbs firing back against the claim. In an exclusive interview with KTAR, Hobbs says she believes the majority of Arizonans have a moderate view of abortion, but her opponent does not. She, on the other hand, has called women who seek abortion uh, murderers and executioners and uh, has offered full-throated support for the 1901 ban that is now law. You can hear the full interview with Hobbs and more on KTAR's Arizona Votes coverage coming up Thursday at noon. All right, so Carrie Lake doesn't think highly of Arizona women. Apparently, they're killing their children. So after a woman has a child, what Lake is saying is that women end the child's life. That's what it sounded like to me. So according to Carrie Lake, women kill their newborns. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Every time Carrie Lake opens her big mouth, she puts her foot in it again. And then we hear from Katie Hobbs. Boy, that wasn't very strong, was it? No, it wasn't very strong. It wasn't very strong and she either. never gives an answer either about like, hey, should there be, you know, should we talk about something that is like, hey, uh, 15 weeks, does that seem like it's something we can all get behind? You know? No, no, it's, it's, it's all or nothing with both sides, and that's why we never get anything done. Oh, gosh.
But what a stupid comment. I heard that comment. What a dumb comment that after she's basically saying women who are Democrats who have a child insinuating a healthy child. Well, they killed. The I kid. think she's saying politicians are behind abort your child whenever up until the moment of birth. Oh, God. And even if it survives that, well, we'll just put it she over here. She lives in a totally different world. She does. Well, she's going to say, Dr. Kermit Gosnell, he did it. Yes, he did do it. And it was awful. And he's spending the rest of his life it's with not no what chance of parole. Jeff. It's not what she's saying, though. What do you mean? That's not what she's that's not what she's pointing to. But no, but what she's pointing to is that's the, the thing they go to. Is he did super late One term person abortion. did something like that, so everybody else does it. No. No, but no, but you, you get the noise. Just like, oh, what about rape and incest? It's less than one percent, but that's everybody points at that. All right, we're holding up the headlines. Full package of weather belted parts of the state yesterday. There are up to 10 homes damaged when a tornado touched down near Williams. Across the valley, dust storms caused down power lines, fires, and cut power to thousands. Isaac Smith with the National Weather Service says wind gusts of 50 miles per hour were common in the valley yesterday. We initially had that outflow boundary come through from the north, uh, from storms across the higher train north of uh, the Phoenix area. Um, and as that pushed through, we continue to see those strong winds persist. And not not only that, the San Francisco Peaks near Flagstaff got their first snowfall of the season. Oh, isn't that pretty? Oh. <laughs> we got an entire year's worth of weather in we one did. afternoon. That was awesome. It was very British. That was a very British weather day. Why? It's snowing. And then I, I played a soccer game one time. It was snowing. Mm-hmm. Then it was hailing. Then it was freezing rain. And we went into halftime. It came out and it was like 75 degrees. I would I would not have come out at halftime. I would have stayed right it's tough, there. man. I'll tell you what, man. A California boy is a little tough. Holding up the headlines. Well, we lost a legend today. When I was born to call my name's daughter. Country singer Loretta Lynn died today. Her biggest hits came in the 60s and 70s, including that one, Coal Miner's Daughter. Also, You Ain't Woman Enough to Take My Man and the incredibly controversial hit, The Pill. She was the first woman to ever win the coveted Entertainer of the Year Award for both the Country Music Association and the Academy of Country Music. And Loretta Lynn had a string of smash hit duets with the late Conway Twitty. Lynn's family said she died at her home in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. The Kentucky Coal Miner's Daughter was 90. You would know this didn't they do a song about the kids being ugly conway twitty and them you're the reason my our kids are ugly little <laughs> darling i sure did now that's a country song that I is a country song how is amazing that right? though that somebody would live a life she lived to me 90 amazing she put an album out last year with duets with tani talking about your other people but and remember jack white yep. white stripes yep loved her how amazing is it though that Somebody played you and won an Academy Award playing you. Your life was so amazing that somebody played you. And that was Sissy Spacek. Yep. That movie was terrific. Tommy Lee Jones was in that That's movie. That's right. Played her husband. Absolutely. You don't know who we're talking about, do you, Gatos? We're holding up the headline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt. We react to the day's top stories. Maybe a little snark. It's little fun. Snark. Every day at 3.30. All right. Make sure you're here at 4.05. We bring you midterm mayhem. The madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 uh, midterm election. So Carrie Lake says, uh, if you're an Arizona mom, you're aborting your healthy baby. My goodness. This is all we got. Really. This is the best we've got. Wait until you hear what Katie Hobbs said. This isn't good either. <laughs> Gosh, can we start again, please? Can we have a do-over? It's a Gatos and Chad show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad show. All right, we got midterm mayhem Mayhem. on the way. 
It's very mayhemy today. Oh, today it's insane. It's gonna be it's gonna be complete insanity at four oh five. I believe it could be. With. I believe it might yeah, be. The clip we're gonna play, it's just gonna make you like you're gonna be like, Are you serious? This is all we got to vote for in November. This is the best we got. Yeesh. So stay tuned for that. All right. Um Arizona Cardinals, JJ Watt. So what what happened to him uh a few days ago was that his heart was was beating too quickly. And what do you call that? Uh, so he had, uh, uh, was it AFib? AFib? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, that's a scary thing. You got to go get to the hospital. I guess they shock you and they put your heart back into a regular rhythm. Um, and it's scary because you're like, I don't know what's happening to me. What's wrong with my heart? And this isn't usually something that will kill you from what I've read. But there are some doctors saying, hey, you know what? Um, you should really have a procedure done. Yeah. And I'm sure it's okay. And it's, it's, I know it's, it's weird to say it's minor, but still, when you're dealing with your heart, here's a the deal. Catheter ablation. Is that it? Yeah. They put it in your groin and go all the way up? Uh, I'm assuming. I it's, don't know. It's, I don't know. Anyway, if he gets it done, it's for his health, but he misses eight games. Okay. It's a procedure that scars tissue in your heart to block irregular signals. Okay. So it so basically where the irregular signals are coming from, it scars those things. So maybe those signals don't get all the way. Yeah. But you know we've been talking about you know the situation in the NFL. Uh, Miami's quarterback Tua Tungavailoa one 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 game he gets hit he hits his head he gets up falls back down they put him in again. Yeah. Then four days later on Thursday night football uh, he has to be carted off the field. So we're talking about players who are injured going back in. And it's the old adage, like, if you're a football player, you get hurt, you try and do everything you can to go back in. Absolutely. But this is serious, man. You got, like, J.J. Watt, he was talking the other day. He's married. He's got a child on the way. But here's the deal. His job is a football player. Out eight weeks, he misses eight games. Well, so what do you do? Shorter than normal. Like with you and I. He plays two or three games, he gets hurt, and then he's out the rest of the year. No, I know, but if it's like, if it's you and I, or if it's Becky Lynn, we go get the procedure. Yeah. Because we're not going to be on a football field. We go get the procedure. But do you think he's actually thinking, maybe I'll wait? No. I don't but think you, you know do what? that. I, I, it's hard. You, you talk to the doctors. There's other procedures that can be done and things that, that you can, pills and stuff you could take, I guess. But this isn't your knee. No, this isn't your knee. And you're talking about your heart. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but two years ago, uh, Christian Erickson uh, died in front of the world, uh, the Danish soccer star, and they brought him back to life. He's playing now. They put a defibrillator in his heart. But Didn't you know, to be these guys up? want to play at all costs. Didn't he, wasn't he brought back to life on, on the, the field? Yeah. On the field. Yeah, they Jay, shocked him. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to see that. No. All right. I'm more worried about like the Tua thing that somebody's going to get absolutely obliterated one day and they're going to separate essentially their, their head and their spine. Gosh. The, uh, Dr. Uh, Bennett Amula, who did the concussion thing and found the CTE, mm-hmm. he said, he goes, brother, I love you like my son. It's time for you to gallantly put up the pads and walk away. Who, Tua? Mm-hmm. Has he, has he? He hasn't said anything. No, but has this doctor uh, uh, examined Tua? Uh, he's examined all of the NFL. He's the guy that hey, brought the entire examined... suit against the NFL for yeah, concussions. He's the one ex- who found CTE. You gotta, I get it, but you got to examine the player first. You can't say, hey, listen, retire. I've never seen you before my entire well, life. Well, it doesn't matter if he saw him because you can't diagnose it until you're dead. 
Yeah, but they can they can do certain tests to see if you still concussed. Well, yeah, I mean, but he won't be concussed forever. Although my brother, man, he still has days where he wakes up and that sun's a little bit brighter and his head hurts. Wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. Something else that might be going through J.J. Watt's head is last season, he came in as a veteran. He's kind of at the tailor, towards the tail end of his career. And he played seven games with the Cardinals and they won every single one of them. Then he got injured for the rest of the season, and they collapsed. And he, he played in that playoff game, and but still, they got brutalized by the Rams. So what I'm saying is there's some pressure there for him to not miss two months of the season when he missed half of the year last year, and the team stunk without him. Who cares? I know, but it's got to be going through your head, right? I think probably because he's an athlete. He's an athlete. He's an elite athlete. And he's also, unlike a lot of he's got a finite shelf life. He does. You know, you got a finite shelf life. What's the average NFL player plays, what, maybe two, three years? Guy's going to the Hall of Fame. He's done a lot of stuff, but he doesn't have the thing that everybody plays the game for. He doesn't have that ring. He can get the ring if the Cardinals were to win the whole thing, but yeah. he could be better in eight weeks. Yeah. So maybe like, it is better if he takes some time off. Because with him, he's made a can no, of right. lately. You're right. He gets hurt a lot. By the way, breaking NFL news, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchin have hired divorce lawyers. I saw that. Do you think that's true? Yeah. I think, I think that's sad. I, I think it's too bad. I did too. And I've rooted against Tom Brady my whole life. <laughs> it's because he was in New England. I couldn't stand New England. Do you think she's going to want half of those rings that he won? I hope this blows over, to be I honest. I think it will. Because he came back to play and she was furious. Sylvester Stallone and his wife, they got the, they, they filed and they got right back together. Well, there you go. There's some hope for Tom Brady. Sonny and Cher. And she loved him until he crashed his skis. Yes, he did. Benifer, you're right about that. All right, coming up next. Coming up! Midterm mayhem. Mayhem. Carrie Lake says Arizona moms want to abort their babies after birth. Really? Okay, that's next.